welcome to Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. If you're re-entering the workforce after a career break, you just found your one-stop shop. I'm your host, Dr. Lee Coles, industrial organizational psychologist, career strategist, and the founder of Career Sequel. Each week, I discuss strategies you can use to bridge your career gap and land flexible, meaningful work you'll love. My mission? To help you find a job that fits your life. Hello, everyone. It is great to be here with you on Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. I hope you're doing well, and since you're listening to this episode, I'm guessing that you have an interview coming up sometime in your future. So congratulations. I am 100% certain that you're totally going to nail it because this podcast gives you the inside scoop on the hiring process and lots of great tips and strategies for interviewing. If you haven't already listened to episode eight, how to ace your interview, please be sure you listen to it. I'm telling you, it is gold, if I do say so myself. Before I founded Career Sequel and started helping people land flexible, meaningful work, I used my degree as an industrial organizational psychologist to implement selection systems for organizations. So I was the one who designed the interviews, who wrote each question, and who trained hiring managers on how to identify the best job candidates. What this means is that I know all about interviews. I know the questions you'll be asked and what answers will make you stand out. So check out episode eight and also episode 21, The Biggest Interview Mistakes. I received such great feedback on those interview episodes that I decided to do another one for you that tackles a specific job search trend that has come out of this pandemic, the virtual interview. Get a load of this statistic. The Society of Human Resource Management conducted a poll of 1,100 employees this past November, just a few months ago, and found that 82% had adopted virtual interviews because of the pandemic. And get this, nearly all of them, 93%, said that they expected to keep using virtual interviews in the future. Employers discovered that virtual interviews work. And even as the course of the pandemic changes, they are still going to be here to stay. This is why. First of all, they're cost effective. So remember the days when the company would fly you in for an interview, even an early round interview? There's no need for that anymore. Even for local interviews, the company doesn't have to pay for your parking or your lunch. You just zoom in and then you're out of there. Speaking of which, virtual interviews are also time efficient. There's no small talk as you pass people in the halls and walk into the office and sit down. Instead, the computer monitor goes on. You may give a little introduction, but it is much easier to get down to business. And when it's over, it's over. You click a button and move on to something else or someone else. So From the company's perspective, think of the number of interviews that they can pack into a day when it's all done virtually. Virtual interviews are also perfect for interviewing for remote jobs. Geography isn't an obstacle. You just turn on your monitor and go. And of course, virtual interviews are COVID-friendly. You don't have to worry about testing or masking or canceling a get-together because of exposure when you're interviewing over Zoom. For all these reasons and more, 
virtual interviews are here to stay. And so I want to make sure that you are ready for them. We're pretty used to meeting virtually by now, but that doesn't mean that people aren't making big mistakes when it comes to interviewing over Zoom. I want to make sure that you come off as the very best version of yourself during these interviews. So I'm going to fill you in on the biggest interview mistakes so you can be aware of them and make sure to avoid them. Are you ready? Let's do this. The first virtual interview mistake is you're too casual. It's true. When you have a virtual interview, you're basically inviting people into your home. They get to see you in your natural habitat. So there is this false sense of familiarity and casualness when there should be professionalism. Since the pandemic, the wall between our casual self and our professional self has been dismantled. So things are more intimate now. And this has been great in a lot of ways. We get to see each other and all of our humanness. But don't confuse being authentic with being overly casual. You can still show up as your authentic self while being professional. The hiring manager wants to see that you're put together and you can be trusted with carving out the appropriate time and space to get work done for their company. Come to your virtual interview as if you're going to interview in person at the actual job location. So that means dress like you're showing up to the job in person where whatever clothes would be appropriate for that job. So no pajamas, no workout clothes, get fully dressed too, instead of wearing shorts or sweats on the bottom, not only because it's going to make you feel more of the part, but also just in case you have to get up and go get something, you will not have to worry about those pajamas or sweatpants or whatever you have on the bottom. A professional also doesn't hang out on her bed during an interview, or at least don't have your bed in the frame. Again, imagine the kind of furniture that would be around you in an actual interview and try to picture yourself in that setting during your virtual interview. So sit at a table or a desk or in a chair, check your background and make sure there's no clutter or random things back there. You want the focus to be on you and not the pile of laundry on the floor behind you. The second virtual interview mistake is you didn't troubleshoot your tech. You want your interview to begin with a click of the button and then you're sitting there all composed and happy and ready to have a great conversation. You don't want to leave the hiring manager hanging and waiting as you struggle to make the Zoom link work, and you don't want to spend the first few minutes reading lips and playing charades as you're trying to explain that you can't hear or see what's going on. So always test your tech ahead of time. Ideally, the day before your interview, you can try out the link with a friend. Send them a Zoom link, make sure that you can hear each other and that everything works. And also make sure your Wi-Fi is all set. If there's another computer in the house, have that ready to hop onto if you need a backup. Have your interviewer's phone number on hand in case you need to do an old-fashioned phone call. The third big mistake of virtual interviewing is you have poor lighting. 
don't let the fact that you have poor lighting detract from all that you have to offer an organization. This is so simple and it's really important, even though intellectually you may think it shouldn't be, but imagine right now that you went on site to an interview and the hiring manager took you back to a windowless room left the lights off, and then sat down across from you to have a conversation. And the whole time, you can barely see him. Or maybe he has a little lamp next to him that's on. It's casting this weird shadow all over his face. That's weird, right? It feels uncomfortable, and you're distracted, and you're having this conversation. But the whole time, you're wishing you could flick on the lights so that things would feel normal, Same thing for a virtual interview. Set up your computer so you have good lighting. There should be light shining into your face. A great way to do this is to set yourself up in front of a window with you facing the window. Natural light looks amazing. If you can't do that, sit facing a lamp or move some lamps so that they are in front of you and turned on. I think it's totally worth the investment to get a mini ring light for your laptop or computer. You can find some for less than 20 bucks on Amazon and you'll use it all the time if you think that you're going to be doing virtual meetings and your job. Before the interview, log on to Zoom and make sure that you're lit so that your face is out of the shadows. The fourth big mistake is the most prevalent one. It's the one I see all the time. And again, it is so simple to fix. It is your camera is poorly positioned. When your computer's too high or too low, it distorts your face. So have you ever been on a Zoom with someone where it feels like the You're just looking up into their nostrils. (laughs) That's because their computer is set too low. If you put your laptop on a table and then you sit down in front of it, it's going to be too low. If you put your tablet on your lap, it's going to be too low. So you want to have your computer's camera at eye level or just above eye level. The easiest way to do this is just to put your computer or your tablet on top of a stack of books or boxes. Just make sure the camera isn't too high so that it's looking down at the top of your head. Adjust your camera and then turn on zoom and see how you look. Your face should be right in the middle of the screen looking straight on like you would in a normal conversation. It's going to feel weird and distracting to your interview to your interviewer if they are looking up at you or looking down at you. If you're using your phone, be sure that you have it filming horizontally. So there are ways to adjust it in Zoom so it does that. When you hold your phone vertically, you appear as this vertical strip in the middle of a computer screen with two blocks of black on either side. And you wind up looking small, the picture's distorted. It's just not a good look. The fifth mistake that people make is that they haven't considered the background. I touched on this with mistake number one about being too casual, but it is so worth it for me to tell you this one more time. (laughs) If you've noticed a theme here, it's to have the focus be on you, not your lighting or your nostrils or the random stuff you have going on behind you. Set up your computer, turn on Zoom, bring up your video, and see what's going on in the background. 
Is there a pile of dirty laundry or other clutter? I'm not saying to clean it up, just scooch it aside so it's not in the frame. Is your bed in the background? I believe that unless you're interviewing at a furniture store or a mattress store, keep your bed out of the picture. Is there something moving around in the background? A person or kids, the street or a hallway with people walking around? Adjust the camera so that there isn't a scene going on behind you. Take the time to find a place where there will be minimal distractions. Which brings me to the final virtual interview mistake. Mistake number six. You forget to anticipate interruptions. When it comes to an interview, you typically have an hour max to make your impression. You want to be timely and professional. You're going to devote the conversation to discussing how you are the perfect job candidate, how you understand the company and its needs. You don't have time for interruptions. So I suggest that you anticipate all that can go wrong and strategize how you're going to deal with the interruption. So here are some examples of very prevalent interruptions in a virtual interview. You could have a problem with tech. Anticipate this by having the interviewer's phone number on the ready. Your phone could ring in the middle of your interview. Anticipate this and put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Your screensaver could turn on in the middle of an interview. Anticipate this and disable your screensaver. Your kid could start screaming in the middle of an interview. Anticipate this by scheduling your interview for a time when your child's at school or hire a sitter to take your child out during your interview. Your dog could start barking in the middle of your interview. Anticipate this by having someone watch your dog during the interview time or put your dog in his crate in a different part of the house. So to recap, the six biggest virtual interview mistakes are number one, being too casual. Number two, not troubleshooting tech. Number three, poor lighting. Number four, a poorly positioned camera. Number five, not considering your background. Number six, failing to anticipate interruptions. Now you know the biggest mistakes that people make during virtual interviews. Knowledge is power. Now you can head into your next virtual interview with confidence because you understand exactly what you need to do as well as what not to do. You have totally got this. So I want you to go out there. I want you to make that next job yours. I have absolute faith in you. Until next time, please take good care of yourself and know that I'm cheering you on. Hey, if you're going back to work after a career break, I have a gift to help you get started. It's my free guide, Four Simple Steps You Can Take Today to Re-Enter the Workplace. I love it because it helps you get the ball rolling in a simple, easy, manageable way. Just go to my website, careersequel.com, and click on the red box that says, Get the Four Simple Steps Now. That's careersequel.com, Get the Four Simple Steps Now. See you there.